Welcome back to the Write It Down podcast at home edition. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. Up next, we have one of our fan favorites, Joey Angio, come back on the podcast, and we caught up on what we've both been up to this last year. He is training for his first marathon coming up, which you guys know I'm a huge fan, kind of, of marathons. I just ran my first one, and you guys were also supportive of that. So it was awesome to have him on here and catch up and talk about some of the goals for 2023. You know what to do. Sit back relax and get your pens ready because this is write it down super pumped to have you back on because i know a lot has happened this year in your life and um just we can fast forward through some things um but joey what would you say one of the biggest shifts in your life has been this past year of 2022 um i'd say where like my whole life probably changed this year based on like what I was thinking my life was going to be. I did go through a breakup. So I thought I was going to be living in Melbourne beach, but since that happened now, right now I'm in Vegas for the whole month. I'll be in Philly next month. And then I'll probably be in Miami or Tampa and then, or Tampa for like, or Miami for like a couple months. And then I'll officially probably move to Tampa for a year starting in like March. Okay. So what is, um, indicative of this like what is making you choose these cities is it your job is it where you'd like to be what's kind of making your move for you yeah my job so i i now i fly for a different airline and their base is miami tampa and orlando so mm-hmm. i was gonna plan on moving in melbourne and then just commuting over to orlando but it would just be easier to be in tampa also i need to get out of my small town of melbourne I've been there my whole life. It is a really good spot to be, like if you are settling down in a relationship. But if you're single, oh it's not it's horrible. The best to be. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right, I need to get out a little bit. I need to like be surrounded by a little bit more people. I've always, you know, seen Tampa as being a, a pretty cool town. Like I don't really want to do Miami. It's a bit too pricey and there's too much going on. But Tampa's like kind of right in the middle, mm-hmm. and it would be easiest place for me to just drive to the airport if I live in Tampa or St. Pete. Right. So, well, it's so funny you say that. Cause I say that all the time where like, I love Melbourne as far as like my family's here, I can build, I have good community. You can build a lot for yourself here, but unless yeah. you're planning on like buying a home and settling down and having four children, like Melbourne is not the spot for people in their late twenties, early thirties, because you're, you're literally in the season where you're trying to cultivate something and, and something that we bonded over in our friendship early on. And like on our first episode was the big dreams and surrounding yourself with people who want to pursue their goals. And I'm not saying that like having a family isn't a goal, but when you're around and that's like my, um, affinity for Nashville, everybody knows I love Nashville. I'm literally going there next weekend. And, yeah. um, shout out to Allegiant for doing those Melbourne flights, but what I love, most, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm like in the, like I'm in the works to be honest. Um, so I actually, I'm going out there for my birthday and like, my friends are like, you want to do a birthday dinner this year? I'm like, no, I want to go to Nashville and I want to invite anybody who can. And if they can't, sorry, if you got kids, sorry, I'm going. So, <laughs> but it's funny because when I was out there, I think one of the things that drew me to it and it's kind of probably how you feel about like the tampa miami narrative is like la has a lot of opportunity for like the job industry i want to go in but it's just so everybody goes there to be somebody whereas like nashville still has that like southern like hospitality it's big city but it's not like too loud like la so but it's awesome what drives me to that city um specifically 
is being surrounded by people who are visionaries and there's just more of them. So I totally understand what you're saying by like, Melbourne's just not it. It's maybe when I'm 45, 50, exactly. I don't, maybe, maybe not even then, but I, I could definitely see myself going back to Melbourne yeah. at some point for sure. 100%. But yeah, I just, I need to get out at some yeah. point. And I, I feel like now time. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to do Tampa for like a year. And then I think I'm going to do Colorado. Actually, I have a bunch really? of friends now in Denver, nice. in the Colorado area. There's just like a huge group of like fitness guys out there that, that I'm friends with now. And I want to get into the like trail running and I'm not, mm-hmm. I think I could like, be super happy there for like a year or two, but I, right. I, I don't see myself there long term. Yeah, no, I hear you. And now's the time to do it. And speaking of um, just your fitness journey, um, I've seen some things on your social media about wanting to be more of a well-rounded athlete. So you've really gotten into running. Um, You are still lifting a lot. So talk to me. I have a huge affinity for running. Um, As many people know, I ran the Chicago Marathon. So tell me a little bit about your running journey. What has that done for you? Has it helped you mentally? You said you went through a breakup. So what does that kind of look like for you? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, I think just having a goal is so important. And for a while I was just lifting and just kind of going through the motions. I was always, you know, pushing myself hard in the gym, but I didn't have like a specific goal. So now having the whole marathon goal coming up in February. And then okay, I'm do so one. you are running a marathon. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. marathon are you running? I didn't know that. The Publix one. In, oh, in, in heck over. yeah. The Publix yeah. marathon. Yeah. I know exactly that one. Yeah. You should do it. You should do it. maybe it's pretty pretty close call like it's february 12th so i mean you would you would would need to to like go back and run see i met this guy you would appreciate this i met this guy on my flight to chicago he has run 170 marathons to date oh my he has an excel spreadsheet but now we're buddies like we text like he's like my running like friend because it's a very small margin of people that actually like kind of take it serious like i'm not the person that's like just trying to walk or wear like a tutu at disney like no offense but i'm also not like trying to qualify for like a ton of you know whatever so i like him a lot but he told me that you basically just upkeep your training like so once you're done with your marathon in February, don't just stop, like try to keep your, you know, your mileages up. And I'm like, there's no way, dude. Like (laughs) I've been training for six months. Like I just don't ever want to run again, but I am super proud that you're running. Um, is this your first marathon? This will be my first. And then I think I'm going to do two more this year. So yeah, I'm I'm, going to keep on running for for sure. I already signed up for another one in San Diego and then I'm going to do New York city. Okay. So so you're going to do the New York city one. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I heard that's like insane that New York is like absolutely nuts, but it's, it's a thing. Like, I think Ashton Kutcher just ran it. I think yeah, like awesome. some, you know, big names run it, but there's a girl that I met in the Chicago marathon and she had just come back running London the week before flew to Chicago to run this one. And I'm like, wow. Like I wonder what it would be like to actually be like a marathoner. So you have to let me know how it goes next year when you're yeah. on the podcast, just we'll let see. me know. <laughs> how, how many have you ran? I've only run one. So I trained oh. for one, two years ago, and then I got in a car accident and couldn't run it like that next month. And then two yeah. years after like rehabbing and running a half or so, um, I trained for the Chicago one and I would recommend doing Chicago. 
Like that is an awesome, like it's just a great city in general. And there's just, there was 45,000 people that ran it. World records were being broken. Like it was a really cool one. Um, But no, I'm proud that you're doing this whole running thing because you can hear people all the time, especially probably in your world with like lifting that like, it's so bad for your joints. It's blah, 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 blah. And I think if you train properly, like, you know, there's a lot of value in, in running. Um, for sure. Yeah. It's a totally, it's a totally different push. Like, I don't know. It's been good for the mental just to be like, like, it makes you very present, especially like in the gym, I'll do a set and then I'll look at my phone, you know, I'll do a 100%. set I'll look, with running, especially when you start getting into these higher mileage, you know, weekends running 10, 12, 15 miles, you're running for two hours. So you're just thinking about whatever you need to think about, or you're listening to music or listening to a podcast. It makes you very present, which is nice. Um, and it's just a new challenge. So yeah. Good for you. What is your goal time for your marathon? I don't know. New York, I want to be sub three, but that's tough. That's tough. That's gonna I be was really- trying to be sub four and I, I just couldn't do it. Like I did not stop running. Like I was like around eight thirteen, like my first, like for the half. And then I yeah. just, I just like my legs, like, oh, it's horrible. I don't mean to like yeah. discourage you, but I think you can do it. But so what do you want for this Publix one? The Publix one is going to be just like a learning experience. I would love to get sub 330 or so, maybe definitely sub 345. Okay. But I'm just going to kind of use this first one as a learning experience. And also if it's super hot in Florida. Yeah, yeah it's not. Really, that's It's horrible. It could be really bad. It could It could be really, really tough. And then San Diego, I'll get a little bit faster than New York. Hopefully, I'll be the fastest I possibly so be. So when but, is San Diego's? It's like in, in the uh, middle? Yeah, I think it's, it's somewhere in the summer, like May, I think. At least it's nice out in San Diego during during the summer. It's not like humid Florida. Wow. Okay, yeah, I can no, probably also- talk to you this whole episode about marathon training. So we will keep it rolling for for the sake of you have other things going on in your life. Okay. So you said that you, um, switched jobs. I happen to know which one it is. Cause I have a, we have mutual friends and I was giving him crap cause I had a flight with them from Dallas and our flight was like three hour delayed. And I'm like, you're making me miss the Miami dolphins, Jake, but it really wasn't his fault. So tell us a little bit about frontier airlines, Joey. So I like it. Like, yeah, the, I was just talking to my buddy about it. Their customer service is the worst part. That's where I feel it's the horrible. worst. So many people talk smack about Frontier because of their customer service. Other than that, their crews are good. Like you have good flight attendants, you have good pilots, you have brand new planes. Like we have some of the, the newest planes out of any fleet out there. We're getting brand new planes every single month, but customer service is everything. So they need to step it up there. But I was with Delta's regional flying a different jet. And this one is way more fun to fly. It's more automated. There's much more space up in the cockpit. It's just better overall. And the quality of life is better here as well with the Florida bases. I mean, you know, right now in Las Vegas, it's a little bit rough. But once I get back to Florida, I'll be driving to work. So that was my main reason to switch over was to have that ability to just drive to work. Right. Okay. So why why Vegas? Is this just where they have you kind of stationed at the moment for frontier exactly yeah i mean all the new guys just kind of get what you get you get the scraps and not many people want to live in las vegas so this is the most junior base 
and and Philly. So like half of us got Vegas, half of us got Philly. So I'll be in Philly next month, and then I'll be moving my way to to Florida. So you basically have like a list of places you want to be based. And I have, you know, Tampa's my number one, Orlando number two, Miami number three, Atlanta, Philly, Vegas, and I got, you know, my last pick basically. Yeah. Wow. And then that's awesome. They're so good get- to their crew. <laughs> yeah well it's just yeah it's just how it is when when you're the new guy yeah no i hear but you eventually, yeah you can get i mean here's actually also way better for that like if, if i worked for delta i mean the, the best i can get is atlanta you know so i'll have to commute the rest of my life but it would take me way longer to get atlanta at delta than it would be for me to get florida at frontier, at frontier because it's a right. smaller pilot group yeah what's so. your do you feel like you've reached um like where you want to be like do you just want to be a commercial airline pilot do you want to do you know private jets for whatever billionaires one day like what is your overall dream or pursuit with being a pilot i think just commercial airline pilot and then obviously i'm a first officer so i sit in the right seat so eventually i do want to upgrade to captain Uh, you get a good pay rate there um so that's nice but yeah i don't really want to do private being private is cool you usually make a little bit more money being commercial rather than private and your schedule is a little bit more flexible like every month we get to bid for certain that we want if you fly for some billionaire he's like hey joe i need you now I need right you right, right. like my family wants to go to spain and you're just like okay yeah cool yeah no, no. gotcha yeah. okay so do you ever want to do like the big what was that i'd rather have like a, a schedule that i know a life of, you yeah know, rather than just being yeah Right. Do you ever want to like fly the big Airbus 350s to like Korea and do like those big international trips or do you want to just stay domestic? Uh, mostly domestic. I mean, Frontier does do some international. We might get some some XLRs, which will go to maybe Europe or Hawaii. But yes. honestly, I've been flying this last trip. I've been flying from, you know, Vegas to Orlando, you know, and back five hour flights. That's long enough. Like, oh, I know. I like I. Yeah. I, I don't want to do like 12 hour flights. Like five hour flights, I'm like, get me on the ground. I'm I'm over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't understand the, and same with like flight attendants. I could never, I almost died going to Japan and then down to the Philippines. Like it was so long and I don't know how people do that. Like on the regular, I mean, granted you probably get compensated for it, but that's just not, it takes a special yeah. person to want to do that. Maybe somebody is just escaping their life from. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds brutal. absolutely it's horrible. It's brutal on your, your sleep schedule too, which is not good for your health. Like that's my main concern. Like the first thing I'm going to ask for on when I bid for my schedule is to avoid red eyes because my, my last trip was like, we flew from one in the morning. I got to my hotel like 9am, you know, then I slept all day. And then you're trying to go back to sleep, get back on a normal schedule. It messes with your circadian rhythm. You're not getting much REM sleep. You know, it's not good for your recovery, which I like fitness and being healthy and stuff like that. So I want to be on a normal schedule, yeah. fly during the day, go to sleep, you know, live a right. good, healthy lifestyle. Well, and it's not conducive for marathon training. And I'm telling you, I was so it's- like, my body was torched after training and then go run going and running that marathon. And like, granted, I know that like, I'm not built like a runner. Like there are people that were just built for running. So I have to do like my legs move, like literally short and choppy. And so 
I can't even imagine flying or maybe not even red eyes, but just flying in general and then having to go train and do high mileage because those miles rack up and before you know it, it you're, you're literally running 20 miles on a Sunday, which you yeah. know is over three hours. And then your body is just aching. Your toes hurt like every part of every like nerve hurts in your body when you're running that much. So the fact that you're able to sit down even for five hours after you've done some long runs or, and you know, you're supplementing with like lifting and cross training. I barely touched barbell running. It was horrible. Um, but you did mention earlier that, um, that you went through a breakup. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? What happened in, in your, like in your mental life and your emotional life? Like, how are you feeling, um, post all of that and how has that shaped the goals that you have coming up next? Yeah. So yeah, definitely changed my life, you know, in terms of like where, where I was going to be living. Uh, but yeah, it was my first real relationship. You know, my first long term relationship, we were together for three years and then things didn't, didn't really plan out. They ended a little bit weird, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still have the same goals. You know, I've always been doing the same thing, flying, doing fitness, stuff like that. But now it just changes a little bit on like where I'm going to be living and stuff like that. So, I mean, either way, I'm, I'm pretty independent and we mm-hmm. were long distance. So I still have like my whole own life going on. So right, right. nothing's really changed in like my goals, just in, I was like saving for a house, you know, thinking that, that we were going to move into Melbourne. Now I'm like, screw us. I bought myself a nice truck. I bought a boat. <laughs> I'm like, buy right, myself I'm a country. <laughs> like I'll be by myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, you know what? So I'm just going to treat, treat myself a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, def- it was, it was tough, you know, going, going through that. Honestly, it was really, really tough. Like, I don't know, relationships, you, you do become dependent on that person a little bit, you know, in your, in your normal day, like you want to share good news with them, bad news with them. You, you go to them for, for, I don't know, all the little things. So it's a little bit weird trying to adjust back to being fully happy and being full on yourself because you do kind of, there, there, there becomes a little bit of a void that you need to fill, you know, I don't know if you've been in any long, but it is not not as long as three years, but one thing I can under, like, I understand like a lot with that. And I think people listening is there's a level of like familiarity, obviously comfortability. Like this is not, um, this is separate from the heartache portion of it. Like the heartache is sucks. Like it just does. Everybody goes through it, you know, whether there was, you know, cheating or just loss of feelings or whatever it is that like brings something to an end in somebody's life in a relationship. Like the heartache is one portion of it that you have to kind of work through. And then there's what you're saying of just like the daily life things like, okay, around this time at 10 o'clock, I FaceTimed this person and we were talking for hours and, you know, and then at least I know in my own experience, like I typically miss the, um, the dreaming aspect of things like aiming for something with somebody like the, like the goals, like with somebody else, because that's the way I believe God designed us is to like have somebody to help you and you help bring out the best in them and bring them towards what God has for them. And so when that is lacking, like, yeah, of course the heartache part sucks. Of course the like overthinking and whatever sucks. But then when it's like, you're saying that void of somebody that like, okay, 
Well, right around this time, I would call them and update them about my day, you know, or you start to see them grow successfully. And you're like, wow, I remember being part of that with them. And now I'm not. So there's a lot of little things that go on, I think, in in the whole complexity of a relationship, whether you've been together a couple months, couple years, couple decades. Um, but I think yeah. for for people, you know, watching this or listening, and I know that you have a um, a group of people who follow you that are really invested in who you are and where you're headed. And so when you are relating to somebody and those that are listening, like, I think it's okay to number one, be honest and vulnerable with people who care about you because you're not just a grid on somebody's phone. Like you are somebody that has a voice in some of these people's lives. Granted, there are bots out there that probably don't give a crap, but there's real people. Um, and so I think what's awesome about your story and why I even brought this up was because you shared a little bit about it and was, was vulnerable with some people on social media. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Because sometimes when you're seeing somebody, you know, on these little grids or your, your nine square or whatever people used to do on Instagram, that's like way back in the day, but you're, you're like, wow, Joey's human you know, this is something that affected his life. And now he's doing other things. So even you being honest about buying your truck for yourself and these little things, I think that people need to hear that. And people need to know like, oh, I'm not alone in that because Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. All these things that really like affect a person when it comes to their love life is presenting itself. We're going to take a quick break to discuss, write it down brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com and see all the goods. You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says learn more. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the Wid Wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network. So show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with Write It Down, because I'm the coolest, the realest, the illest. Now, back to the show. So how would you say that you really kind of like sunk your heels in when it came to the, the goals you already had set in place? What were some of the things that you had to fight through um, with that season of your life? Yeah, so so like you said, you you do create like these goals, like you talk about your future, you kind of like mentally prepare for a certain future that mm-hmm. you two talked about uh but then so then your whole life kind of changes like you realize okay that that's not going to be the future now what is my future going to be you kind of have to you know reevaluate and adapt um so that's what i did i just kind of mentally said okay that that's not going to be it now what are we going to do how happy were we prior to relationship being single what goals did we have um so just kind of adapting and then just realizing some of those dreams are still my dreams, but I could just do them by myself. Or obviously, I'm going to find somebody else. Like, I know right. there's other people out there's there. There's a like, bajillion people in the world. Yeah. 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 It's not like it's over. Like, it does feel like that in the beginning. You're like, oh, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to have, you know, that I can't see nobody else. else. Like, yeah. 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 Everything like, is so. Definitely- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, like emotional, like you can't, mm-hmm. can't, can't get out of that. But, um, but you know, the goals are, are still the goals. I, I think just getting myself out of like that sort of like depressed feeling is just getting goals and having a goal, working towards a goal, 
that ultimately makes me happy, like feeling productive, whether it's in my career or in fitness, like just having something I can work towards. So that's kind of why I wanted to do the marathon, just kind of, you know, adjust and adapt to that. And yeah, that's, that's ultimately pulled me out of talking to people. Like I did talk about it on social media right after it all happened and stuff. And maybe that was a good idea. Maybe that wasn't a, wasn't a good idea, but a lot of people reached out to me and told me their stories. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. You know, they were there. And they were like, I'm glad you posted this. You know, I got, I got a lot of good feedback for the most part, which was good. And I was just being honest. I share my, I share all the good stuff in my life, you know, whenever I'm happy and on vacation, doing all this stuff. So I was like, well, maybe I should share these downtimes as well. Right. And not that you asked for my opinion, but I think it was a good idea because I, I look at it again, like kind of like what I said earlier, but I read this thing recently and I could butcher it, but I'm just going to work through it here real time. But it said that suffering isn't an obstacle for God's plan for your life. It's often a vehicle for it. And I loved that because I think sometimes when people suffer or they struggle with something, whether it's a breakup or whether it's cancer or, you know, any sort of like really like heart wrenching human experience, you know, there's a level of you with, at least when I walked through like depression and anxiety and things that I never thought I'd ever go through. Cause like, I've been pretty, my life's pretty great. And I live a, you know, I have goals and I have a great family, but like when I walked through that, I was like, first of all, what is this emotion and why is it staying? It's not just like a down day. This is like longer. And that like really that little quote that I read past this period of my life when I was like healthier, I was like, wow, that is such the truth because I did put more goals in place. Talking to people help because you realize we weren't meant to just do this life alone. And who knows if like your story saved somebody from suicidal thoughts because of their breakup, you have no idea, you know? And so I think like the, being genuine and being, you know, transparent with people is huge. It doesn't mean we air people's dirty laundries or dirty laundry or all the drama that's ever been done to us, but like what happened to you is real. And, you know, it was very, very ethically and um, kindly, you know, spoken about. And I think the fact that people reached out to you, you know, that's, that's the kind of the blessing and the curse of having eyes on you is people want to know the nitty gritty of who you are and that includes the ugly stuff. And so I think you handled that really well. Um, Also what you said about having new goals and really pursuing them. I think anybody listening or watching should know that they have access to new goals and new targets as well. And they're still allowed to be sad, but you're allowed to pursue things. So I think it was great. I think you handled yourself very, very well. Yes. Um, let's yeah. talk a little bit about your truck. Um, you got yeah. a big boy truck. <laughs> it's did. bougie. It's, it's, it's bougie. It's a little it's a little it's bougie. It's 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 yeah. bougie without being like a handbag. It's a handbag for men. Um yeah. put it frankly. But <laughs> so you had your car yeah. for a long time, um, which I think is awesome because a lot of people will go into a ton of debt just to get a nice new car. So tell us a little bit about that journey and just the money you've been saving and just trying to be a good manager of your time and your talent and your money. Yeah. So I've always been pretty cheap, pretty like money conscious. Like I, I don't, I feel weird about spending money cause I never really had money. 
Yeah. So I've, I've really, like, I like saving money. I've always lived with my parents, even now, like, I mean, I'm living out here in Vegas. I'll be living in Philly, but still my home residence is my parents' house. I've always driven crappy cars. Most I ever spent on a car prior to this truck was $3,500. Wow. Um, so I've always been good with money and now I'm an airline pilot. You know, I have my side business with social media. I make pretty good money doing both. And I just, I needed to treat myself. I also got a new boat, which needed something to pull it. <laughs> you know, I was just, uh, it was time. Yeah. You know, I'm 20, I'm almost eight years old. You know, I, I do feel a little bit weird driving around a piece of crap when I did have a good amount of money in the bank. I was just like, all right, it's kind yes, of time for me to just There's up- time. Yes. There's a, there's a time for yeah. everything. Um, did, can I ask you a question? You can answer this or not, but did you cash flow like your education or did you have to take out a ton of debt? Cause some people have to take out a lot of loans for being a pilot or going to med school. So what did that look like for you? Did you have a plan? Oh yeah. I, so I, I didn't take out any debt for my pilot training okay. or, or college that I was just, I saved my money and I was able to, to pay for it. Okay. Nice. So that was good. This is the first, this is the first time I've ever gotten a loan in my life Loan for something it's like financing for wow dave ramsey would be proud exactly he would be super proud wow yeah. okay it, it is a great truck and, if and, go ahead what? oh no uh, i forgot what i was gonna say yeah you go just, on <laughs> no i was just gonna say if people haven't seen it they need to check it out because it's it's a nice truck i'm not a huge truck gal that's i'm not like whoa look at that truck but it is nice. <laughs> I liked the story that you posted about it of just like you posted your old car um, because I think, again, you know, we've talked about this on the last episode and I talk about this a lot on the show, especially with people in our age range, um, whether they're athletes or pilots or authors or whoever, there is like um, a remnant of people that I feel like still think the way that former generations thought and a little more old school and um, and I think that's really cool that not only do you have physical goals for yourself and, you know, career goals, but there's some personal money goals. And I think, you know, besides like Dave Ramsey, you know, and he's no offense, getting old as dirt compared to our generation. There's not a lot of people yeah. too, that are thinking like that. You know, I drove a car that every time I was at a stoplight, the AC went out because it had to cool the engine. And I didn't get this. And I got a new radiator. I got a new water pump. I got a new, like all the things I needed. And it was just taking so much money from me. And finally this March, I got a car because I could not, you know, being in real estate, take my car that's leaking oil on everybody's driveway. And I can't cart around clients with something like that. So there is like this time where you're like, like I got to at least look like an adult while I'm trying to do all these adult things. So I yeah. totally resonate with that. So congratulations. Have you named your truck? I haven't. I haven't. I almost did like a poll on Instagram to like see what I should name it, but I, I just haven't named it. Oh my gosh. You should do I, um, I something on Instagram. You know how all these people do gender reveals? You should do like a name reveal and like shoot it out of a the t-shirt shooter or whatever you said, you know, those people do, or they like throw a dart and the balloon pops with the gender. You should do it for your truck. Like just like a name or something. Anyways, you can pay me later. That was a great idea. For for the longest time, I wasn't going to get a Tesla. Like my whole, for the last so many years talking about getting a Tesla, getting a Tesla. Tesla. So you're going to get a Tesla up until. Yeah. Okay. So 
wondering why my whole background changed. Somebody started like a leaf blower or something. Now we're in a different room. So it's fine. Here we are. Have to keep us updated on your neighbors. Yeah, we're super invested now. Okay, so you were saying that you always wanted a Tesla until you got this truck. I am very, very like thankful. Not that it has anything to do with me, but I can't stand when people get Honda trucks. Those ridge lines. Have you seen those? I don't like those. They look like they're trying to be like a minivan. But they just cut it off and made it a yeah. truck. It's not a real truck. But anyways, Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Tesla would have a really hard time pulling a boat. And so <laughs> I was just like, ah, maybe I could an SUV. Maybe I could do this. But once I saw this truck, I, know, I just love that GMC uh, Sierra or Sierra Denali. Okay. And that's why I went with it. Okay. And it'll be good for you if you move to Colorado or you live in you know, out that way for a little more permanent residence. So do you leave your car like at your parents and then you kind of just travel through there? Or do you take it? Like, how does that work? Do you ever drive out to anywhere? Yeah. Either I'll leave it at my parents or I'll just leave it at the airport. Like if I'm working. Okay. Got you it. Know, I, I have it. a parking pass at the airport. So oh, that's I'll right. <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't have to think about stuff like that like ever like people who work for airlines they don't have to think about like oh my gosh like i have to go like when we have to think about okay do i want to pay an arm and a leg to be in that nasty parking garage or do i want to go to cargo road to the north economy parking lot and pay however much a day so you i forget that you guys all need places to park your car so do you guys get to park close to the terminal or do you guys have to park like is there a certain area where people park that work for airlines i still park in the economy spot but i just have a month pass there so it's 40 dollars a month so i'm still parking where everybody else is parked and wow they don't they don't give you like employee of the month parking like terminal c parking and that bougie new terminal i wish i wish that is the dream they don't treat us that good unfortunately you know, we were doing like this little comparison thing. My mom and I, we were in Dallas this last weekend and Dallas airport is like super nice. Like it's huge. And they have all these security checkpoints. There's like four people in line at all times. Like it is astounding. That's nice. And we're That's- like, why Orlando? Like we, we need to step it up. Orlando is not that great. It's, it's good for us who live close, but it's not like a dream, yeah. you know? No, yeah spread out like you have to take the, the train everywhere and now now even terminal c is brand new but it's like you gotta you gotta drive somewhere completely different i don't even think it's attached by it's one not of the trains it's i don't yeah. think it is either i think you take because when i went to europe this summer we flew in to terminal c and then we had to take some sort of like two-part tram train shuttle thing just to get back to the normal place so we can get to baggage claim yeah, it's horrible, it but it's pretty. Sense. It's nice, you know. Whatever, if that counts. But I don't want to take too much of your time because um, I spent most of this time talking to you about the marathon because I literally love that you're doing that. Um, least favorite, maybe I've already asked you this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it up. Um, least favorite genre of music. Oh, uh, screamo, for sure. <laughs> I can't do screamo. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a small amount of people in the world that. I think like Screamo. Um, somebody that likes Screamo, so no really? offense, but I can't yeah, do no, it. Yeah, no, I like 
rock. But when it's just like straining your voice to scream at me, there's absolutely no motivation in that for me. Yeah. Like that's it's terrifying. Like my friends who just lift heavy. Yeah. Like, and it's like <laughs> you know Keon Zakari? Uh-uh. Oh, well, yeah. He's Does he like jacked. that? He likes screaming, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Dude, I, I don't know how. You- but just like not good music days, I get it. Um, favorite protein yeah. bar. Ooh, chocolate chip cookie dough by First Form. Links okay. in my Instagram bio. Free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> can no. I ask this? Does it taste like chalk? The no. okay, it doesn't because that is like the thing that terrifies me about protein bars is like you bite into it and it tastes like chalk. No, no, no. I, I, I genuinely like this one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you literally linked it. It's like, now you have to, you can't just say like, yeah, it tastes like chalk though, but buy it. No, I'm just kidding. So you do like, well, I work with first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're like for first forms a sponsor of mine. Right. Uh, but I like, like that for flavor. You got a couple other flavors that, I, that I'm a huge but fan the chocolate of. But that is my first form. Got it. Yeah. Never had it. Um, yeah. Okay, most desired gift on your Christmas list this year. What do you really want? A trolling motor for for my boat. What is that? That's about it. A trolling trolling motor? motor, It's like that that little like electric trolling motor. Yeah. Like it sits up on the front of the boat. It's electric. It's like an electric motor. You can use it like sneaky. Okay, wait, I have seen that before. Because I saw that. I I didn't know what it was called. Um, I went to that. Um, the Fort Lauderdale boat show this last year, and I saw somebody in the like expo area have something like that. Okay, so it's called a trolling motor. Can you tell? I did not grow up on boats, just jet skis. Um, okay, yeah, (laughs) red light, green light, real quick, and then we'll get to write it down. Okay, Okay. red light, green light, Crocs, red light, it's all about horrible cane footwear, is like the better. Canes? Canes. I've never even heard of that. I know, I've heard of Canes Furniture Store on 192 in West Melbourne. <laughs> Canes Shoes? Cane, yeah. yeah. Cane. It's it's like a, it kind of looks like a croc, but it's a more stylish, like recovery shoe. Uh, you'll have to check them out, but it's pretty okay. sweet. Okay. Um, but it's croc. Red light. What? Red, red light. Okay. Red, red light. Red light. Uh, red light, green light. Um, People who get facelifts, lip injections, all that stuff. It's a tough one. I, 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 know. I, would mostly I know. This is a hard light. question. I would mostly say red light, but whatever makes you happy. You know, if that person is miserable and they, they're way happier with bigger lips or, you know, a tighter forehead, <laughs> go for it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever makes yeah. you happy because mental health is huge. And, and if you look in the mirror every day and you're not happy with the way you look and you want to change that, so be more it. More power to you. Okay. Um, yeah. I got one more. Red light, green light, Kanye West. Green light. Green light. Okay. Yeah. You can elaborate on that. He's a big topic right now. He, he, yeah, I mean he, he says a bunch of he says a bunch of crazy stuff and, and he probably does, you know, need to take his medicine sometimes and, and whatever, but for the most part, let the man say what he's gotta say, you know. If he wants mm-hmm. to say something, you can either agree or disagree with him he's not directly hurting people even though he says maybe some not so smart things sometimes but 
I think we need freedom of freedom of speech and we're trying to cancel too many people. And I just rather everyone be able to say what they want to say. If it's false, if it's ridiculous, don't listen to him. I mean, right. you know, right. Just don't yeah, I say green light too. I mean, he does, like you said, I think need help, but who doesn't? And he's in the spotlight. So we can sit there and poke fingers and say, this guy needs help. I feel bad because exactly. I, I mean, meme news is not real news so i haven't really looked into this but like there were all these like memes going around that he has to pay 200k a month in child support and i'm like he has to pay 200k a month in child support to a billionaire a fellow billionaire like in my brain i was just like that's that's a lot the poor guy that is like a house every month like for who knows how long so yeah i do feel bad he's clearly he's clearly like a genius you know i mean he's a billionaire everyone knows his name you know whatever you know when when you're in the spotlight like like that you're gonna get in trouble you're gonna say stupid things you're gonna get a lot of hate you're gonna get a lot of love so green light grace kanye yeah 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 we're here for kanye okay um now we're at the point of the show where i ask each guest give the audience something to write down so joey muccio what is your second write it down my write it down now is always have a goal. Always have a goal and work towards it. Um, because I think it is, it will make, you know, if you are struggling with mental health, it definitely helps to always have something that you're working towards. I think as human beings, we always are happier if we are being productive and getting better at something or helping others or just getting closer and closer to a goal. So yeah, have a goal. You'll wake up happier every day. You'll know what the plan is every day like especially with running like i know today i'm running this many miles and i'm doing this specific workout so just knowing that um gives me something to look forward to every day have a goal write it down thank you so much joey muccio yeah absolutely thank you for listening to the write it down podcast this podcast is a part of the 1513 network You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to WIDPOD. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.